Welcome to the Sunday Service Podcast of the Kingston Unitarian Fellowship, located in Southeast Ontario. Unitarian Universalism is a progressive free faith grounded in the promises of community and inspired by how we hold our shared faith's principles and sources. For more information about Canadian Unitarianism, please go to our website, kuf.ca, and our national website, cuc.ca. Find a, find a comfortable seat. Find a, a place for yourself. Your eyes might be closed. Your eyes might be open. Whatever's more comfortable for you. Take a deep breath in and gently, gently exhale. And again, take a deep breath in, gently and exhale gently. Some of us may need to work harder to stay focused on the voice leading the meditation in this very different format from what most of us are used to. Staying focused on the present moment here in an online gathering will feel different because you are in your home. This is fine. Some may actually find it easier to stay focused and be a part of a meditation, to find calm, to find source, to find spirit in their own home than they do when, when we're gathered in our main hall. And that is also fine. There is no good, there is no bad, and there is no neutral here. There is just the present moment. Breathing in gently. Breathing out deeply. As you rest in this moment of contemplation, Breathing, grounding. I will share these words from the Reverend Steve Garnis Holmes, and we will sink into the wisdom and courage that allows us to recognize what is real. The tiger chasing me is not real. The fear I am fleeing so well is imaginary. There is actually no danger. The palace I strain for so nobly is not real. My ambitions are a distraction. There is no treasure there. My fears and desires drive me, push and pull before and behind, yet they are so small, so small. How puny my will is compared to yours, spirit. How weak must I become to gain the infinite strength of your will, spirit. 
Give me courage to stand still in what is real, to empty myself of fears and desires and be guided instead by your delight. Spirit. Deep breath in and deep breath out. I won't hear any of you, but I'll hear myself. But I know I've been doing this practice every morning with people, so I know that it kind of works. So here we go. Whatever this moment brings, breathe in. Whatever this moment brings, breathe out. Whatever this moment brings, breathe in. Whatever this moment brings breathe out whatever this moment brings breathe in whatever this moment brings breathe in whatever this moment brings breathe out whatever this moment brings breathe out Whatever this moment brings, breathe in. Whatever this moment brings, breathe out. Whatever this moment brings, breathe out. Whatever this moment brings, breathe in. Whatever this moment brings, breathe out. Whatever this moment brings, breathe in. Whatever this moment brings, breathe out. Whatever this moment brings, breathe in. Whatever this moment brings, breathe out. Whatever this moment brings, breathe in. Whatever this moment brings, breathe out. This moment brings breathe in whatever this moment brings breathe out whatever this moment brings breathe in whatever this moment brings breathe out whatever this moment brings breathe in whatever this brings breathe out
Thank you, Reverend Wendy Willa Perkins, for feeding the contemplative needs and the singing needs of this moment. Thank you. So I'm now coming into the time for the message and I'm I'm not sharing the PowerPoint because I've realized that I can't navigate the chat room and the participant room and Zoom and share the PowerPoint. So learning curve, I'm on it. All right. Um, and, you know, I, I wrote the title for today's service and I wrote the description for today's service weeks ago before we knew what was going to be happening here. And so obviously what I've written today went in a direction quite different from what I had originally envisioned for this uh, particular Sunday service. One of my favorite quotes from the past few weeks came from an author named Lama Willa Miller. She writes, In a pandemic, self-isolation is called quarantine. In Buddhism, it's called retreat. From the cave of our home, like the meditators of ancient times, we can consciously kindle the lamp of compassion and connection. And that's what we're being asked to do in these strange moments. We are engaged in physical distancing, but I, for one, refuse to not be connected and living into the oneness of humanity. In normal days, the days we were experiencing just 10 weeks ago now, we might have resisted cultural change and a shift in norms and a shift in how we do community. But when you don't have a choice, then you ask questions and you listen deeply to the answers and you navigate your way through experiments. You navigate your way into a new normal and then another, and then another. What does it take as individuals and as a community to truly welcome wisdom? Is it as simple as compassion and connection? Jimi Hendrix wrote, knowledge speaks, but wisdom listens. A wonderful thought and reflection, and so visible in the world around us when compassion rises up and succeeds at saving us from ourselves. Again. And I'm left wondering, who was it in the life of Jimi Hendrix that modeled the listening of wisdom like this? Who modeled the speaking of knowledge? I love his music, and I'll freely admit I know very little about him personally, so I wonder. 
What does it take as individuals and as a community to truly welcome wisdom? Is it as simple as listening? Have you ever walked away from a conversation and sometime later, generally in the middle of the night for me, suddenly thought of the perfect, clever retort to some comment? Right? Nagib Mafuz wrote, and this was in our description for our service today, you can tell whether one is clever by their answers. You can tell whether one is wise by their questions. When we provide answers to questions and are the keepers of knowledge, we are playing one role in relationship. And there is certainly a place for cleverness and knowledge and wisdom and in these hard days of a spreading pandemic to science. But science is as much about asking good questions, being willing to make mistakes, and asking more questions in order to find that piece of knowledge. In relationships among people, one can choose to be more like a scientist. My teacher's teacher taught the science of yoga, and he meant to use that word. We are each scientists in search of the right question. We are each scientists trying to ask that right question in order to find our way to wisdom. What does it take as individuals and as a community to truly welcome wisdom? Is it as simple as asking good questions? Unitarian Universalism has this dream of a world, a world community with peace, liberty, and justice for all. You heard Anne say those words just a few minutes ago. And it's a lofty dream that we name as one of our principles, one of the ethics that are meant to guide our choices. But where is this day-to-day? Where is this when we aren't in a state of emergency? I've really been wrestling this week with wondering why we lose sight of humanity's oneness and get so easily caught up in individualism and consumerism and capitalism and the myth of personality and the myth of celebrity. But the minute there's an emergency, we rise to it and our better selves shine forth with a fierceness that makes me cry at its beauty. In October of 2018, I gave a talk to this community called the the Oasis of Community. And in that talk, I wrote I wrote these words. A universal story of hospitality in a dark moment comes to us. A universal story of hospitality in a dark moment comes to us from the town of Gander in Newfoundland and Labrador. 
Thirty-eight planes holding 6,579 passengers were redirected to Gander following the hate-fueled terror attacks that shut down air travel internationally on 9-11 for a number of days. Only Halifax received more planes that day, and the population of the plane people was equivalent to over 65% of the local population. The award-winning play, Come From Away, tells the story of the worst we are capable of and the best we are capable of. The story was told in countless articles, interviews, and investigative television programs. There was also a radio play, a television movie, and a book. This is a galvanizing story, a story about how we can build community in moments where it feels completely lost about how we can be a refuge for one another in an emergency, how we can come together to feed and clothe and support those in need. And 10 years later, a reunion in Gander allowed the world to see the relationships that had kept growing that whole time, to see that the importance of every person and how we are connected to one another cannot be underestimated. But why wait for an emergency? Why wait for a tragedy to bring us together? I'm quite sure there's a reason buried somewhere in human psychology and evolution for this, and I believe we can intentionally create this right here, all the time. End quote. So this topic is still really resonant for me, and it's been on my heart and on my mind all week, and those of you who've spoken to me over the course of the week have probably heard me reference this at least once. I feel like I'm wandering in a wilderness, and it's a wilderness of unknown, unknown space, unknown truth, unknown normal, and unknown wisdom. This is where I've come to. In the end, everything is relational. It's all grounded in relationship. Compassion is the deep concern for others that binds us together. Asking good questions, especially open and honest questions, is what will leave another person feeling heard, seen, valued, respected. The empathy in which is one of the greatest gifts we can give in living into the interdependent web. Listening is the gift we can give after asking a question, and it is ultimately how we find out what another person wants or needs, which goes back to the message from last week about the platinum rule. Connection is this very thing, the relationships and the intersections that we live in, not just with other people, but with the entire planet. So dear friends, what is ours to do here? in the Cuff community, in these unprecedented times, in Unitarian Universalism, in these unprecedented times? How can we connect and deepen and engage even if we temporarily cannot do it in person? 
How do we know who needs to stay home and isolate for health risk reasons, and who's in quarantine, and who is running low on food, but no longer has money? Because they no longer have a job. We ask questions. We listen. We offer compassionate presence. We live into these relationships, both relationships with each other, but also relationships with community, with the earth, with everything. Our faith is calling us forward together. Our humanity is calling us forward together. These times are calling us forward together. And here, right now, online, we're finding a new way to do that. Many, many, many years ago, Theodore Parker, a Unitarian minister on whose shoulders I stand, on whose shoulders we all stand, wrote these words. Be ours a religion which, like sunshine, goes everywhere. Its temple, all space. Its shrine, the good heart. Its creed, all truth. Its ritual, works of love. Its profession of faith, divine living. Hareom, Shanti, Shalom. Peace. Blessed be. I want to invite everybody to place your hands together in Anjali Mudra. We've been doing this together in the main hall for the past few days. You want the skin of your two hands, the palms of your two hands, the fingers to just barely touch. So you can just barely feel the lightest feather of touch between your hands. Place your attention in the light, the heart, the connection right there while I read these words from Kitty O'Meara. And the people stayed home and read books, and listened, and rested, and exercised, and made art, and played games, and learned new ways of being, and were still, and listened more deeply. Some meditated, some prayed, some danced, some met their shadows, and the people began to think differently, and the people healed. And in the absence of people living in ignorant, dangerous, mindless, and heartless ways, the earth began to heal. And when the danger passed and the people joined together again, they grieved their losses and made new choices and dreamed new images and created new ways to live and heal the earth fully as they had been healed. Amen and blessed be.
you for joining us for this Sunday service podcast from the Kingston Unitarian Fellowship. Please feel free to check back each month for additional episodes, and if you're able to contribute financially to this community-supported enterprise, we would deeply appreciate your generosity in any amount.